everybody. <laughs> welcome to dumb. Welcome to my dumb friends. I'm your host Dan Saint Germain. Here's my co-host Sean Donnelly. Hello, hi everybody. And our technician and uh, podcast extraordinaire Marcus Parks, uh, who just showed us a Cumbox, a website called Cumbox. Is it Cumbox.com? It's Cumbox.org. Actually. No, it's just a it's just a Cumbox. The guy shows up in different places and mostly four chans. Like, hey, here's the latest Cumbox. Like churches and schools and stuff like that. Yeah. Cumbox Quarterly. Cumbox Quarterly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and uh, today, our guest is the very funny L.A. transplant, Taylor Ketchum, everybody. <laughs> yes. That's my one credit. <laughs> Taylor, I, d- I just want to say, uh, one of my favorite L.A. transplants without credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got done interviewing uh, Nikki Glaser, where uh, apparently I kissed her ass. Kissed her ass for five minutes. Wouldn't yeah. stop kissing her fucking ass. And I, and I was so charmed by her, I knocked the microphone. Yeah. Uh, off the uh, stand. Did she? Did she dig that? I think so. It was like <laughs> he was like a Care Bear who had a. Crush. Sometimes that works though when you just. Now Taylor uh, has some great stories, not only because he's a stand-up comic, uh, but because you were a heroin addict for seven years. I don't know. No, how not, that, not that long. Not that. No. Long. Okay. Just three yeah. years. All right. So you're not kissing his ass like you were kissing. Nikki right. Glazer's yeah. Yeah. That's the opposite. Anything, I don't have the Nikki Glazer uh, kiss we, ass. We just had Nikki Glazer in here, and Dan kissed her ass for five. Also, minutes. that's the most like, casually that anyone's brought up that someone's a heroin addict. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. like, I talk about it. I have some jokes. You right. Know, it's like it's not like it's a secret. I don't. I don't hide from it, but I'm not like. I also don't want to be. I don't want to get typecast as like the fucking ex scumbag. But it's kind of. <laughs> I've kind of made my own. Is that why you have the collared shirt on? As he yeah. says, is yeah. he's holding a Bowie knife. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I will. I will say this. I hang out with Taylor Lai. He's a great guy, and uh, we're neighbors. Next we're door. neighbors. We're next door neighbors. We smoke cigarettes. Together. Oh, are you next door neighbors? Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. the one thing I noticed about Taylor is that he asks about shows like he's trying to score dope. Sometimes be like, Hey, what are you getting into tonight? <laughs> What's the yeah. show? Yeah. What are you doing? What's going well, on? It's like sometimes being the new guy out here is fucking. Is it's hard. Right? No, yeah. no, yeah. I know it's no, but the way that you do it is like it's like all right, I'm gonna meet you for the well, show at like the CBS parking cause lot because this is like my this is my thing <laughs> this is my fix now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like uh, this is your that's like that's like Dan's the same way. I just I just I, I substituted one thing for another kind of you know right because I used to play football in college and that yeah, you were a, you were very good you were in a varsity were, were you, division one or yeah I, I did sound all that. like a gay man trying to it's understand all right. yeah, it's all right. Dan, you were you stop kissing people's asses. What are you talking about? I'm kissing asses. He almost knocked over the microphone before. No, I'm not might- I'm knocking the microphone. Yeah. I'm trying to. Ta- I'm trying to. You know, like, uh, like you know, you like that's like really good, right? right division listen, one. I that's like rehab- the first division, listen, right? You know what? Sean's, Sean's <laughs> not. It, it touch- you could Sean's not in touch with his emotions, <laughs> and I learned from rehab no, that I have to feel my I'm feelings. I'm just not a faggot, and no, I'm a guy. Not, you know, I don't, you, I don't you, like you know that word. Funny? You know what's funny is that like 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 there's certain people like Sean that you don't. Like me and Dan will like sit on the stoop and just talk about our feelings for ten minutes and <laughs> yeah, then go to bed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no. And other guys they just that's not the way they yeah, Sean cries in the shower no, it's every It's called morning. being Irish Catholic. Yeah, you don't yeah. do that. I, yeah. It's Sean cries while holding a crucifix every morning. <laughs> I'm very in touch. Yeah. Yo, I'm just gonna sit here and he's, he's my friend. I don't kiss my friends' asses. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, you, so wow, that's cool, huh? Division one? That's like well, almost what, the NFL. I mean, Sean, you're listen. so funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I don't, so I don't understand. Thing. I compliment you. No, no, you don't. Yes, yeah, I do. When? What was the last compliment? You I, I've complimented. This is all about Sean not getting love tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is what. No, this but I know. I know what he's saying. No, I'm just messing around. I, I know have, what you're I saying. Have. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I. But but the. Uh, but yeah, you from from the whole. From the, you're saying their new vice is you're not your vice is stand up. So that's why you treat it the same well, way. Well, sort of. Did I mean, in a way, like like I when I was playing football in college, like I had I was still. Guys, like you know that Taylor played <laughs> Division One football. In college? <laughs> <laughs> they said he was next Joe Montana. Montana. No, I, I wasn't definitely, but I. It was like a it was like a way to kind of 
pacify your OCD obsessiveness. You know, right. like it, it took up a lot of my time, and then that got. Then I stopped doing that, and then I was like, well, what? You know, now what do I do? Got and I obviously got really fucked up on drugs. Then I got clean. Then I immediately, like almost immediately, started doing stand up comedy. So. <laughs> um, which I don't recommend, by the way. <laughs> I, I recommend you kind of get okay. Heroin, with sure. Say no, no. No, well, I mean, no. I, like, I, you, you, I was very like emotionally just fragile and fucked up when I started doing comedy. And the, yeah. you know, your first yeah. like few, you know, year or two in comedy. I mean, comedy is a nightmare period. But just especially like the when you have no idea at all what's going on. It's, right. It can be kind of hard on your psyche a little bit. And I was like, you know. I was just, I can't even believe I got through it because I was so fucking emotionally just weird. Already, yeah. what a contrast to the Nikki Glazer episode already. <laughs> I feel like we're going. What was her like, what was her like darkest thing? We, or it's nothing. Not, I mean, it's it's nothing. Katy Perry that. the entire time that she was here. <laughs> well, that's, you're going to play Johnny Cash's Hurt the entire time. That can be, that can be, that can be sad in a way. <laughs> yeah, that can you know? find a way to make yeah. that sad? Yeah. Shoot, yeah. shoot teardrops out of her tits or something? <laughs> um, like well, what are, what, what's some dumb shit that you've done, you know, involving you drugs? Have, you, have, you have comedy related stuff, dumb shit? You've done also maybe, yeah, maybe a lot of it's like a lot of my, my childhood is also just fraught yeah. with retardedness. All but, right, um, let's hear something. Uh, well, I, I got really, uh, <laughs> I got really into the rave scene when I was uh, <laughs> when I was like when I was like sixteen. All right, years that's old. dumb enough. Next one. No, I'm yeah, kidding. No, I, got, I got super, I got super into it, and I I got, I didn't understand. I, I would go to these raves, and everybody was just so positive, and I and they're, they're all in ecstasy. That's why yeah. it's, it's they're behaving oh, that way. You just thought they were really happy just, people. And I just took some E and just fell right off the deep end with it. Yeah, and oh, there it's was the this, best though. Yeah, yeah no, ecstasy is awesome. And there was a, there was a moment where I used to every weekend I would my, my parents would give me five dollars every day for lunch, for uh, at my school, and then I would just I would just beg for money at school. And then at the end of the week, I would have $25 enough to buy ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> and that, there, there, was, there was one, and I got really stupid with the fucking pants and the glow stick. I was just an asshole. And I was also 300 <laughs> pounds a and I starting. You were like, a full on raver. Yeah, t- no, totally. And I, I went to this, uh, I was at this like. And it's a great drug to do if you're in a sport because it gets out of your system in like two days. Yeah, yeah, you can't drug. T- it's, it's it's water soluble, man. <laughs> you can't test for it. You can't test for it. Yeah. This yeah. is just uh, called Dad and Taylor. So Bell. the worst, the worst. Wait, is, so I, you were a football raver, or that was two different times? No, 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 no. That was like during the thing. That's why I was like one. Of, I was very heavily recruited when I was in high school. Yeah. And then I th- I lost them all because I was too busy fucking bouncing around with glow sticks. <laughs> pills. And then I had to go to, and I had to go to junior college and get it fixed and and, get and then back come on track. back on track. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then oh I got scholar. But. I w- there's a, I was at a uh, a rave an outdoor rave at a ski resort in Angeles Crest and the, I was uh, I was totally in California e- yeah, yeah 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 I grew up in out of, in the Los Angeles area right. and uh, there was I was getting all etarded and I was <laughs> making out with these two chicks oh, that's <laughs> awesome nice. okay. and then we were all in like this like we all like laid down like near, like in this little area we were in this like cuddle puddle. You know, just like vibing with each other, and, uh, and I, I, had my, I had my head in the, this girl's lap. She was like stroking my hair, like being all eat out, and then this finger went in my mouth, and I just like, and I just sort of started swirling around in my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I know it's coming. No, I think. And, then I, and then I just looked, and that was it. Was a big old knuckle. <laughs> it was fucking. <laughs> it was just, and, and I just noticed like this is a dude's hand, and I look back, and there's this. Huge bear gay man <laughs> sitting behind the girl <laughs> whose head I was on, just just like finger fucking my mouth <laughs> with his, with his hair on his finger. What did you do? I just, I just, uh, I just like it was totally like a moment where like uh, like a total movie moment. Like I just kind of slowly opened my mouth, like, <laughs> and, like, and, like backed up, and then I went and told my friend Casey, who uh, who is gay, but he wasn't at the time, and I, I told him about it. 
and we just uh, had a laugh, and and that was it. But there was like all kinds of, you know, so, well, you weird. Well, yeah, when ecstasy just drugs, turns you one into of my a best friends idiot. in high school did ecstasy every day for forty days straight. And yeah, that's not good. Is for that even brain. possible? Yeah, it's possible. And he wasn't even getting high on it by the end of it. And the times I've done, I remember I did it alone two days in a row. <laughs> I, and I, like, and that's the worst thing. I was like listening to Bruce Springsteen while like touching myself. When I was like twenty, <laughs> when I was like twenty-two, there was this guy that he he worked at this college, just like little Asian dude, and he would just pay anything for ecstasy. He would be like, "What? It costs costs a hundred dollars a pill? No problem." Like he didn't right. give a shit. It's usually thirty dollars a pill. So I would, so he would give me money to go to this ecstasy dealer, and I would just rip him off, dude. I'd be like, he'd give me like five hundred dollars. I'd be like, dude, they were all they were one hundred fifty dollars a piece, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd, have like, I'd have like twenty for myself, and then I, this is I was done doing raves, and I would just hang out and just do them by myself and play video games. And this one time, I, I had Donkey to, Kong. I had to babysit my cousin's son who was four. And, and you were on E. And I was just and I just took E and just hung out with his four year old just going like, Hey little buddy, you're just a super dude. Like you're the best. <laughs> and uh, we'd like watch fucking, you know, backyardigans and, <laughs> and, and I'd just be all on those E like, become, just being like his special his special bud. How dude. much are better are those shows on ecstasy? Everything's better on ecstasy. Everything's better on drugs. I don't know how you even watch it because the whole like whenever I watch TV, like the screen would glow for me, and it would be like you can do anything on intense. drugs and be happy. You know, that's <laughs> kind of how it is. Yeah, so that's why that's why that's why people do them. So, so McGruff is not your spirit animal. That's what I'm trying to say. Is he a backyardigan's character? <laughs> no, is he's that a dare dog? It's like, no, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah McGruff, the, McGruff the crime dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, so did you ever you ever see that bear guy again that put his fingers in your mouth? No, like it, it was just such a big scene. There was like probably four thousand people at that party. He just backed up and he didn't even miss a beat. He just yeah, I just. Walked away. Yeah. I feel like Taylor's going to be a three-part series for us. <laughs> no, it's like, that's like a. So you that was your now that's not your first. You're, you started doing drugs with like smoking weed and stuff like that, and then you when got I was really, when I was super young. When you, how old were you? Can you say how old? Like you the first, were? Yeah, the first time I smoked pot, I was probably like twelve. Okay, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Okay. And my, bro- my brother sold weed in the fifth grade. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that is California, in all fairness. My neighborhood, that I, the neighborhood that I grew up in, is very. Uh, like hippie No, it's like it's like um, it's La, La Crescenta, California. It's like twenty minutes north of downtown or Hollywood or whatever, and and it's uh, it's in between La Cunada, which is like a very affluent, very rich place, and then Tahunga, which is like where they film Sons of Anarchy, which is just motorcycle gangs and tweaked out shit. Right. So it's kind of like like middle class to upper middle class kids that. That like totally know a hell's angel who's got good meth, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's just it's, it's just a, a weird. It's very it's very drugged out weird yeah. place, you know. And it's like totally like Iron Maiden T-shirts and Metallica and, and skateboards right. and just like <laughs> like everybody talks like an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. So you so in high school with the whole you had, if you had a supply of e on you, you obviously had tons of girls wanting to hang out with you. No, I, I had a girlfriend in, in high school. Oh, this is I have I have something written down that's just. The most stupid Wait, thing. Wait, what, what is girl related thing? It's involving, it's involving the girlfriend that I had in high Wait, school. Wait, what happened? Um, okay, so we, I went to an all-boys Catholic school yeah. in, in Lacanana, which is the nice part of town. Yeah. And they used to have this fundraiser where, like, you'd have to sell candy bars. But but it wasn't, like, it wasn't, it was mandatory. So, like, everybody, they gave you the candy bars. They were like, you owe us 50 bucks. Now go sell the candy bars. <laughs> so everybody's to parents, make your money back. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's parents just ended up se- giving fifty dollars to the school and then having all these fucking candy bars. Nobody went door to door and sold them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, um, so every, all my friends just had this stockpile of candy bars. When I was seventeen, I got my girlfriend pregnant, <laughs> and um, she didn't want to tell her folks. And we were trying to figure out a way to get money. <laughs> 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 
So my so my friend Jason goes, dude, let's sell the candy bars. We all have this stockpile of candy bars. So we went outside in front of this Catholic church that was in our neighborhood and the Trader Joe's that was right down the street and sold candy bars pretending that it was for the school and they paid for an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my for God. A, for a 17-year-old. That might be the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Outside a church. Yeah. Yeah, and we sold. Uh, the, we sold. Uh, eventually, oh we couldn't. How much God. was it? Like three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Yeah, it was like four hundred dollars. So eventually, we did. You we, sold four hundred dollars worth of candy bars. No, we got to like one hundred and fifty. Uh, oh, okay. Then she ended up. She couldn't stand like keeping this in, so she finally told her her mom, yeah. who then ended up paying for it. Then I spent the money that we sold all the candy bars on ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> so, it all comes back. So to yeah, ecstasy. yeah. It's, we, we sold them for the abortion, and then ended up just going to a rave. Oh my and, god, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, did she go to a rave after the abortion? Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, we ended up like we ended up dating for like another six months until finally like she dumped me and started dating somebody else, and then I went to then I went to then I went off to junior college. It'd be funny if you just went and paid for the abortion with the candy bars, like they or with the exes. With the exes, I don't got any money, but uh, I got these gourmet chocolate bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like the ones in the cardboard box. Yeah, the ones that they sell the subway. All they say is chocolate bar. I can spend a hundred grand on this abortion. <laughs> yeah, I could give you cash, but wouldn't you rather a hundred grand? That was like a, and at the t- at the time, my f- my friend said that, and I was just like, dude, you're a genius. <laughs> like, fucking. But it like, worked. It got you a hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, but it was it, like it was kind of a. It kind of just turned after. Like at first, we were we were dead set on this is going to be how we we fund this abortion. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually. We just it kind of turned into a joke. Now, being like idiot high school kids, did you even see the irony? And and oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we weren't like, you know, <laughs> I, you know, even though I played football, I wasn't like a, a to- I, I was a horrible student, but I wasn't like a, a total out of touch, like chest beating idiot. You right, know? right. Like, no, all, no. All I'm not saying that. All my yeah. friends that even my friends that played football, we were they were all kind of just. I went to this weird high school that was just. It was all boys, and it was very rebellious, and it was like a Capuchin school, yeah. Franciscan. So they wore like the brown robes, and they were very, all very creepy, all very obviously closeted gay men that were right. that were uh, that were running the place. Right, and uh, we were very rebellious, and it was, so it was, it was actually fu- it was actually kind of an awesome experience going there, even though like I didn't, we you don't see chicks, you don't right. see. How did you make that transition then from E to heroin? Was there like a few middle ground, middle steps? Yeah, no, no, I, like I. I I, I was I got really an E and then I went then I got back into football again and I got super straight edge and I was just like drinking on the weekends you know but right. like working out and doing all that stuff and then I got out of, then I got out of college I dropped out of college and uh, after my after my last year of playing football and I just got dove right back into drugs and then I was just doing a lot of coke and you know like and party drugs yeah. you know what I mean right, like right. going out to the going out to party and then eventually at some point. Um, all of my friends, like all at the same time, all got strung on on heroin for like right. for like four years. And, and you, you got to do with them, so you. No, I was like I was like pretty much on my lo- like on my on my. And own. you got to do some retarded shit to get the money for that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I, I, I uh, eventually. That's a lot of candy bars. For yeah, that. yeah, and I had a, and I had a I had a I had a huge habit for a while, and I had to like come up with. You got to you, you you wake up and you're sick and you have no money and you have to right. make the money appear and it's. Right, it could be kind of a, it's a it's a nightmare. Dude. It's, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. I, I prefer this way of life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. it's a lot easier. Yeah, it's but definitely you, easier. Yeah, you did uh, Taylor just took a breath of a nitrous oxide machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you? Was there any other scams during that time? That's a low time. But 
Were there any other scams that you came up with to get money yeah. for well, What side? Because you, you must have gotten a, almost arrested a bunch of times, right? I've, I've, I've been arrested twice, both for stealing. Right. Um, Do you I, remember what you were stealing? Yeah, yeah and I, I, had, I had a very rinky-dink, chicken-shit, pathetic hustle that like is pretty common in mm-hmm. that in that world. And I would go to Rite Aids and CVSs and grocery stores, and I would shoplift things. And then I would, no, and then I would, um, there's this whole, like, Persian mafia, like, or, like chicken shit organized crime <laughs> in downtown L.A., and I would go and I would sell, the, they, like, they have, like, a, you go, to, you'd knock on a door and somebody would answer, and that would be the person, they're, they're just buying items, and then they, then they ship them to Iran, and, and that's how they, that's, like, their hustle, you know? Oh, wow. And so you just, you just come with a fucking duffel bag full of stuff, and then they start giving you money for it, and that's how I, that's how I support my habit for So you funded years. 9-11, that's what you're telling me. Basically. They were, <laughs> I, no, no, actually, actually, no, uh, they're Jews. They were actually Persian oh, like, Jews. Like oh, Jews. Which okay. I had no idea. So I, the Jews were behind 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they were, you, you know, take were, nothing Pat else from Robertson this. was right or something. I called, I called, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> Larry Falwell, we're going to, and they were just the biggest pieces of shit on earth, but, and on, uh, one time I knocked on, I, I went to go sell my stuff and they were answering and, uh. I finally called one on their cell phone. I was like, dude, where are you, dude? It's 10 a.m. Like, why, why aren't <laughs> yeah, you here? I love it that they're the and piece he, of shit in that goes, Like, they're Target. Yeah. He goes, he goes uh, it's Yom Kippur. And I, I didn't even know they were Jewish. I thought they were, like, Muslim Iranians. And uh, I was like, I got all disappointed because I'm like, they're, they're not going to be able to. They're not going to. It's Yom Kippur. It's the holiest day of the year. They're not going to buy stuff today. Yeah. And they were like, uh, it's Yom Kippur after 2 p.m. <laughs> that was the compromise they made. And you were like, phew, I get yeah, my Yeah, I was like, well, I, yeah. I got to feel like shit until two. <laughs> yeah. Right. So so how, how long was that? How long was the heroin years? Like three and a half. Three and a half, half years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, got some crazy stories It was enough, it was that, enough to be bad. You know? yeah. Right. But, it, I mean, it, it was actually, in the end, it turned out to be like a thing that kind of like re- Focused my life after I got off it. I was like, okay, I you feel know, the same way, like, you know, with quitting just, everything. Uh, yeah. So, I was, yeah. If I did, if that wouldn't have happened, I would still be like floating around, drinking and smoking pot and doing coke and and then like, wondering why my life was going nowhere. Right. No, now I know no, exactly why my life is not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. You know what? What? Yeah. yeah where you're not getting. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know. It's a, it's it's a better deal. This yeah, whole great. fucking bullshit. But, <laughs> this right. whole comedy thing. Yeah. God, and so. wh- and then what? Now, did comedy play any part in like getting off the heroin? I was there was two separate things. Well, I think it's like it's it was um, just gives you a reason to not go back. Yeah, well, I used to because I used to I always loved comedy and I always wanted I always it was always something that I wanted to do but I never really thought that I could. And how do you do that? How do you start? Where do you right. go? And then I went to this treatment center that was like very like like liberal and uh, yeah. like new wavy, and uh, I met a comic there. And he just started, and I was like, he came downstairs wearing like a, a t-shirt from some comedy. Who's the comic? Well, can't I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to say. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he is not in comedy anymore. He doesn't do stand up anymore. Oh, okay. Right. But um, but he uh, but I was like, dude, what do you, what do you, how do you do that? And he was like, you want to go to an open mic? And I was like, I'll, I'll take you to one. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you how to do it. And then yeah. I went three weeks off of. Massive heroin habit. Wow! And, uh, and so it did that kind of. That was, it was yeah. And then I had immediately a, after. Yeah, and then I got like a couple. You know, like I had a couple moments where I like you know would do. You know, I had I did some uh, show and I and I and I did great and that was like uh, a bigger you know, high. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was exciting and then I you know I bombed for nine months every night after that. But like I had the moment where I kind of 
You got, you got the bug. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not unique. It's like a lot, a lot of people have that story. Right, yeah. right, you know? right. So, so when you get into comedy, you have any any dumb comedy stories? Maybe maybe a situation where girl wise or with um something related to comedy. Well, actually, I know, I don't know, and I don't know if we could talk about this. Um, but you were telling me, <laughs> you were telling me a story about you this, killed a guy this once, right? <laughs> no, this TV actor that you guys would run together with, and uh, and it involved Alyssa Milano. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> One, okay. Oh, this is no, this isn't involving comedy though. This is involving just this is before being right. Well, it's entertainment. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just uh, <laughs> I was on. I was on, it was like three or four in the morning, and I was on San Julian Street in downtown Los Angeles, which is one of the worst places you will ever see in your entire life. 60,000 homeless people live in a a 40-block radius in downtown Los Angeles. It's it's insane. It's just mental illness and drug everywhere. I I can't, I've never seen any place like it. It's just insane. It's like Skid Row times 12. So, yeah, so I'm on, so it's 4 a.m., and I'm trying to get well and stay well. And I just see the most gorgeous guy, this like guy that looks like an Abercrombie model. Yeah. And he's like, where's the dope at? Where's the dope at? Where's the dope at? And I'm like, are you serious? Are <laughs> and uh, he, uh, so like when you, when you, when you're, when you're, when you're trying to score, sometimes you make these friends for like a half hour where you're both on the same mission. Then you, then you'll, then you'll find a guy. Then you'll just disappear. It's like a buddy cop. You never see him again. It's like, uh, it's like a buddy cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, like Tango and Ken. he ended up going like. I had an apartment at the time, right in downtown LA, and he ended up going back. He like, you want to go? You want to go get well over at your place? And I was like, sure. And I woke up the next morning, and he's still there. So now this is just my my road dog now. And now we're just do every day. We're like hustling together and all this shit. Holy shit! And it turns out that he was uh, he was like he was a model and he was an actor, and he was <laughs> and he had dated Alyssa Milano, and basically. Like, hustled her to the point where she just was exacerbated, you know, like flabbergasted yeah. and fucking fed up and just get out. But he just used to, he used to call her and he'd be with you. Yeah, I'd be on, I'd, he'd be on a payphone. I'd be right next to it. I had a car at the time <laughs> before it got impounded. And then I, I, we would just be running around and he would have her, he would make up all these stories about how he was doing well. And no, 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 no. It's not like that anymore. I got out of this detox and I'm in a sober living and everything's great. And then she would like wire us money. And then we would go spend her Alyssa Milano's money on on, on drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. shit! Yeah. That's crazy. But it wasn't it wasn't like insane. It was like you know it was like a hundred. So bucks. It, it so in, like, in reality, like, yeah. we weren't like hustling her for for you know her her millions. So in reality, that guy he was the boss. Was he the boss? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> he wasn't for a time. Uh, for a time, yeah. he was. Tony the boss. Danza was not the boss. Yeah, he for a time he was. Did Tony Danza die? No, no, he's still alive. Who died? Did somebody die recently? Uh, or somebody from that era? Frank Costanza. No, um, Ernest Borgnine just died. Ernest Borgnine. Is that who you're mixing up? Tony Danza and Ernest Borgnine? Uh, Joe I Paterno? Sylvester Stallone's son. <laughs> Joe Paterno. Son died. Yeah, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone's son. That's who you Dr. Dre's son died of a heroin overdose. Do you know that? No, I didn't oh, know that. No. Like How old was he? 19. Was it recently? It was like probably like two years ago. I guess ago. he still had love for the streets. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough. I like my who's uh, the boss um, better. What is that? What's up? Because you and me, we talk like sex stories a lot, and you have some fucking crazy, crazy dumb From sex like back shit in the that day. you do. Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I've been like a, just like a, like I've dro- I've driven to like back in the day before before like. MySpace and Facebook and like all the internet kind of <laughs> dating shit took off. Like, yeah. it used to be just chat rooms and weirdness. You know, I've, I like I've driven to Fresno three and a half hours for like a blurry passport photo. You know, <laughs> and gotten there and and just uh, three Christmases in a row, <laughs> Christmas Eves in a row. 
I slept with some bizarre like 300 pound 40 year old Mexican lady <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and then I'd like come to my and then I'd drive to my mom's house and open presents and try to yeah the Christmas spirit and I would be like just totally disgracing myself eight hours before <laughs> but you know like that's just that's know, the way it is I'm just yeah I've just been a yeah I mean you're the only person <laughs> well I, I guess this should be a new because Norman did this too but we're gonna have a new segment of the uh, show called tranny tranny time oh dude I, <laughs> I, yeah. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it's tranny time <laughs> 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 has, Norman, has Norman been one? I have, I, yeah, I have a Norm, tranny story yeah, Norman has a tranny story D- knowingly or did he find out uh, he found out after yeah that's the thing is that uh See, that's the th- most people don't find out. Most people know going in what they're right. what they're doing. And I just, right. I, uh, I got I I had got a blowjob from a tranny one time when I was like twenty three, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't in an area. It was in Pasadena, in an area right, where, they nice area. where they don't yeah, yeah, they Pasadena's don't. But like, nice. it's not like Santa Monica Boulevard. Like if you pick yeah. up a girl on Santa Monica, Santa Monica Boulevard and you're like, but I didn't know. Yeah, you knew, bro. That's right. why you were there, <laughs> right, dude. Right, you know. Right, right, right. But here it's like it was a really it was a real area where I didn't know, right. and then I found out. Halfway through, and then I was just like, can, "You can continue." <laughs> like, been, I, we've been here this. You long. were past the point of no return. Yeah, and then I kept it in for like for like three mu- for like three years. I didn't tell anybody. I finally came clean when I told all my friends. Originally, I told them like like yeah, I was on meth and I was just on a sick one, dude. I was acting all crazy and foul because I was all drugged out because like meth makes you act weird. Like you're trying to like amp it up. I had had yeah. like three beers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I you had a white Zinfandel. Is that yeah, the only yeah. tranny that you've ever been with? There was one other time. <laughs> yeah, there's one. There was, I've done it twice. Yeah, and it was like, it was like fine, you know, like yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not my thing, right? Right. right but right, it's right, just right. A, it's an experience, and who cares? You know? <laughs> right, I, I'm right. just over it. Yeah, you're over I'm, it. I don't, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, now the the Christmas Eve ones with the Mexican ladies was that during heroin time. No, no, that was before. You don't do sex. You don't sex. No, doesn't, it doesn't yeah, that's that's a dope dick. Like everyone I know is just there. doesn't. It, it's yeah. just, you don't have a sex drive at all. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just, it, it, you don't care about it. You don't think about it. You don't want it. You don't even fucking right because it's so much better have, than pussy. And you have no, it's, just, it's not even that it's better. It's just that it's impossible. Right. It's impossible, and you just don't think about it. Really? Because I I would know these guys in rehab. These like little guys who were like 17, 18, and they would talk about dope dick and like yeah, they're eighteen girls. though. Yeah. You know? Like you, at first, when I first started getting into it, you could have sex for hours and like you're the yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then eventually you can't. That's you can't. That's once it, you that's have a, once you have a real habit, like a seventeen-year-old kid doesn't know how to you know fucking I mean? do heroin. He doesn't know how to do anything. He doesn't know how yeah, to fuck yeah. a chick either. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. There's a scene to it. It's like when you like when you first start heroin, like you're an open micer in heroin. Like you're yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not yeah, yeah you're an open micer with chicks too. Like you know, you're not gonna right, right, Some seventeen-year-old who's like, do I fuck the shit out of her? You know, no, you no, you didn't. Right, right, exactly. You know, you put your little wiener in her, dude. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> really, it's just flying by. Yeah. It's flying yeah. by. Yeah. Um, what, what else? What else is going on? What else is happening? Currently, yeah. What's no, up? Nothing, with nothing at all, man. I'm just. Right. Uh, how do you How do you find the move uh, from L.A. to New York comedy? Have you made any guffaws since you've been? Is that guffaw the right word? Yeah. Yeah, n- nothing. Faux like, pause. Like, no, like horror stories, really. You right. know, like I haven't had like I haven't done I I don't have th- like there were guys in L.A. that I, I mean I I love Los Angeles, but I hate. Showbiz Hollywood type right. shit, you know what I mean? Like, but um, there were guys in LA that I just, I I truly hated, you know, like other yeah. guys and yeah. other like you know, as no. per, as people that happens. Yeah. I think just, just I don't really, wait. I don't really have that. I don't really have that. There's guys. There's a few guys out here that like I kind of find it irritating or whatever. But right. no, nobody that I have like. Oh, I've I've had it. I've had a. I've had, a, I've had yeah. a better time 
I, I, I'm enjoying it. It's been right. it's been great. It's ups and downs. It sucks sometimes, and then it's is great there, sometimes. Are there any other stories we skipped over? Um, yeah, there's a couple. Like, I uh, want to hear them. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> you don't understand how great those stories were. I don't give a shit about the transition from Ellie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear more about paying for comedy. Is really hard. Nobody gives a fuck about comedy. All right, all right, all right. I, I I had a thing Kane's where like how many more trainings can you tell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I had a, a full hard on right here. <laughs> <laughs> when I was when I was uh, when I was 16 and I was a junior in high school, my mom told me that if I didn't get a job, she was going to take away my car. Yeah. So I uh, I applied I applied I pretended that I applied everywhere, but I you know everybody always does it like the economy's so bad I can't find a job, but really yeah. you're not looking, you know, and. Uh, I got a job at Wiener Schnitzel, <laughs> which is I don't they, they don't it's I don't think chain, I, right? I don't yeah, think they have those yeah, here. It's like a Southwestern United. But it's just like place? it's like dude, it's like working at fucking Papaya Dog, dude. It's just right. embarrassing, yeah. it's and silly, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like yeah. 300 pounds, huge. And I'm wearing like a purple T-shirt that's too small for me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I just couldn't do it. I just like I didn't understand. Like the whole, like the the, the drive through and the way the the computer worked, it all just confused the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the Korean lady that owned the place. Came up to me and said, uh, "You know, you're not, you don't, you, you're not very good here, uh, <laughs> but we like you, and we have another place that we think you would fit in better." <laughs> so I go, I go, it's never a good sign. Yeah, you're so fighting go, dogs. So go, when you get fired from a wiener place to go to a worse place, she well, she didn't fire me. She like let me work there like a, a week or I only, I only, this is like a, all three weeks, of right, time, right, right. You know, yeah. And, uh, so and she goes, she sent me uh, to a liquor store that she owned uh, in Pacoima, California, which is just. Not a nice. It's not yeah. a nice place yeah. at all. It's That's bad. why they want to do that. It's dangerous. It's like it's where Richie Valens grew up. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's just it's just fucking. Hey, where you from? I say like all that, yeah, yeah. all that shit. And uh, so I get to the liquor store. It's like right across the street from the Pacoima Projects. It's bad, and uh, I'm just sitting there with nothing to do. There's another cash register person. He's the guy really running the shit. And then finally, the the, the Korean lady comes in and she starts giving me my job description. My job was to pretend like I was sweeping and shoo away black and Mexican <laughs> children from the snacks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That was your job! Yeah. <laughs> she, was just like, she was just like, when you see black Mexican child, you make go. You make go. And so I did it for like two days. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, just pretend, I just would sit there with a push and a broom. And, uh, Would you use the broom to shoo them away? No, like I didn't. I felt I felt bad about doing it, but like these kids are. It's not even like it's not even. It's they're poor kids, and they just want their flaming hot Cheetos. Dude. Yeah. They're fucking. They're, they're, these kids are out of control. They're fucking insane. They got no parental supervision. They're like me. Would they give you shit? Yeah, dude. I, and I was just like big and oafy. You know, I, yeah. like, when I look at pictures of myself in high school, like I, I just look like I'm, I'm big, but I'm not intimidating looking. Yeah, you know, like I look like a. I look like a guy that would like rape you and then apologize for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I would just be like, hey, get, get out of here. And then the kids would be like, oh, yeah, fuck you. And, and then I was just like, all right. <laughs> okay. You know, I wasn't going to I wasn't going to like uh, I didn't want to be I was very, always very sensitive to like racism and homophobia. Like I didn't like it. And I didn't want to be. You didn't want to be the guy who was showing me the. No, bike. no. You like, didn't right. want to be the scene and do the right thing. Yeah. Or no, it's she like, didn't want to be either. She didn't want to do that either. Cause she no, was, I think yeah. she I think she was just like she just she w she would be doing it if she had time. I mean, she you know, like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. she was That's just like her past. She, had, that's yeah, her she, she comes on the weekends and she does has five wiener schnitzels to take care of. And oh, that's funny. And then yeah, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. So you that lasted like three days. Yeah, yeah, that was the three days. But I, I, I did the shit out of the job. I shoot him, you know. But yeah. uh, 
that was one thing. I've, t- I've taken so many stupid jobs. I've been a security guard at Six Flags. When I was 18. I was a bicycle messenger for a while. I fucking. How was that? In LA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? That was like right That's on the. That's gotta be rough because LA is so spread out. Well, it's just, it's all downtown LA where all the lawyers yeah. are. Oh, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but it's uh, it was That's and that, a hard job. And that was when I was just on the just on the verge of my entire life collapsing in every right. way possible. So it was yeah. it was just you're like Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah, but I was like <laughs> I, got, I got all skinny and I looked cool. Yeah. I was like very excited about it, but then I just then I was six months later I didn't have an apartment, you know. And yeah. So. Have you ever had, what was your shittiest job? You were Dan did security, but that oh, was you like that. I mean, job. I've had a lot of shitty yeah, jobs. Yeah, but you were a security guard at like a great museum. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah but that, you worked at Yellowstone. I worked at Yellowstone. Chewing away job. bears. Yellowstone Park. Uh, I was an employee bartender there in right? Wyoming or what was in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I think the uh, you know the worst job, and this this isn't really a fun one, was I was like a diner waiter for half a day, and it was, <laughs> and I just quit. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's really intense. Yeah, it's but one time I got tough. fired. I worked at a Shell gas station, and I got fired for saving a turtle. Like what? this guy, you're like a, Zach Morris yeah, in, the, in the oil episode guy, of Saved by the yeah. Bell. This guy in a Corvette, this old guy, like pulls up, and uh, let me preface this by saying I wasn't working that shift. I was just buying cigarettes, and they would sell us cigarettes. We were all seventeen um, there, and so I uh, I'm, I'm waiting there, and all of a sudden, uh, this guy pulls in. And there's a, just a trail of blood under his car. And then I'm like, what's up? And he's like, there's a turtle under my car. <laughs> there's a turtle under my car. Why, why was why was a vaudevillian? I don't know. This, it was yeah. this old Jewish guy. Yeah. And then I like looked under his car, and there's a gigantic alligator like, snapping You're turtle. like, we got to save Jackie Mason's this turtle. Wyoming? This is No, this is in uh, Pound Ridge, New York, in Westchester. Uh, and the alligator snapping turtle is just lodged on there. And the guy who's working the shift is like, I got to go. And I'm like, well, somebody's got to clean up this blood and take care of this turtle. The turtle, the turtle died? The turtle's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I was like, what do we do? We try calling a vet. No one's there. Um, we try, like, calling a doctor. Like, we can fucking take a turtle. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I swear to God, like, it was Deus Machina or something. A vet pulled up to try to get cigarettes. Wow, that's like And that's like we got miracle. the alligator snapping turtle into the vet's truck and then my boss pulled up saw that I was because the guy who was working had to leave that I was like taking care of the register while he was gone and it was passed it was like 808 and she said you're fired you're trying to br-. and I'm like look at all the blood from the fucking snapping turtle how dare you help a turtle <laughs> yeah and uh, she help fired me because of that you know, she couldn't see, and because like they had gotten robbed by another employer two weeks later, so I think this was their way to get back at them. They were real pieces of shit over there. Pounded shell, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck them. I got, I, I didn't I get fired. I quit. I was like sixteen, and I quit a Baskin Robbins because I couldn't figure out how to make the cone. Like I couldn't figure out how to do the, <laughs> well, swirl the soft serve. With the, the soft yeah. serve with the cone. <laughs> I was like an idiot. See, that's the thing is, you don't swirl it. You just press it up and go like that. Right? I, I think it is that, but I was yeah, doing yeah. Like, a, like a circular motion. I learned that from buffets, not from actually working in it. You <laughs> yeah, know what just, I mean? just from getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. at like college campuses and stuff. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I did it once. I had my dad go in and quit for me. Like that's how that's, I was like uh. fifteen. But I went in and I, <laughs> I, like one time the boss was like in the back and somebody came in and asked for a self serve cone and I was like I don't know how to do. That. I didn't say I don't know how to do that, but then I made it. But it was literally like it was it was like a quarter of the amount of ice cream you're supposed to get. And I gave it to the guy. And he goes, What? This is all you get these days? I'm like, Yep. All right, take off. That's good. You can have. Yeah, it yeah. I gave it to him for free because I'm like, yeah, take it for free. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. And then like two days later, I'm like, can you go in and quit for me, Dad? No, uh, that's nice of him. 
Yeah, it was pretty nice of him. No like turtle blood, but I was pretty embarrassed. Yeah, he didn't make. He didn't do the thing like you quit yourself, son. That's what we do. Uh, here, no, man. on that one he didn't. I don't know why. Really? I have no idea. Yeah, it was just. was like it was a guy like that, but it was too pathetic of a situation. Your dad just couldn't handle it. Yeah, you can't figure out the soft service. I'm just gonna black this entire memory out. Yeah, son, is this incapable? You'll probably go in to quit and ask for more hours. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, yeah, that was like, and then I worked at Blockbuster, which was like my friend worked for Blockbuster, which is like yeah, kind of a fun job when you're in high school. I it's was. like a, yeah, well I was <laughs> twenty yeah, movies and stuff. It's not like Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, it's you know, not like Wiener Schnitzel. Pathetic. Is there? Well, we got to wrap up. Is there any other story that you really want to tell before we? Uh, that guy. I mean, got I got you got the, you got the you got the good ones. You know, I mean, right. I mean if I if I like this took, I kind of for, like you, you kind of forget about some of this shit, you know, and like yeah. I just. Right, kind of jotted down a couple like throughout the week, you know, like oh wow, I did sell candy bars for an abortion. And, like, I, I didn't, I f- hadn't thought about that in a long time. That that's the amazing. best story we've had I've, so far. I've heard that's amazing. That is well, so amazing. I'm glad it was, this was fun, man. Well, it's really fucking insane in here. It's yeah, really it's hot. Really yeah, hot. I, it's I can't wait till this podcast. Right, yeah. We can do it in the fall. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the deer that scene from the Deer Hunter in here where they're playing ro- oh, yeah. roulette. Roll they're all yeah, sweating roll the like same the, amount that we're sweating. This right is like yeah. the, we're all at the Y in the sauna, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, three right. three fat the three fat It's relaxing for me. I feel uh, you dig it. You're in like a cocoon of sweat. We should just right. worn towels and then you know. <laughs> right, we should have just comfort. been naked the whole time. Yeah. Well, man, thanks so much. Like, yeah, really man. Oh, thanks for having us. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll have you on again. Do some more stories. We're laughing pretty hard. Yeah, it was great. You want to take us out, Dan? With your hey, you've been listening to my dumb friends. I'm the Wolfman. Saint Germain. Uh, tune in next week. Later. <laughs> Later, dudes.